Hello friends, how's it going? Matt here and you are listening to the Looking Sideways Action Sports podcast, the show where I try and cover the most interesting stories in action sports and other related endeavours. Thank you for tuning into this episode and I hope you enjoy it and I hope you can enjoy the silence. I'm dialing in from Cornwall today where I've come to do a few days work, see some old friends, do some live events, record a couple of episodes, starting with this catch up with my old friend Tom Kay, founder of Finisterre, and one of the first guests I ever featured on the show back in 2017. But I'm staying with my friends Chris and Katie at their place just outside Porth Town in Cornwall. And it is your veritable bucolic idyll, I must say. Um, easy for me to say, hey. Um, so I just want to say thanks, Chris and Katie, up front for putting me up and um letting me stay in your beautiful place. It's been just what the doctor ordered and I'm having a good time, to be honest. I said this last year when me and Owen were in Jackson for natural selection. One of the things I genuinely forgot about the joy of traveling and generally jibbing around is the camaraderie and the kindness of friends and new acquaintances. I experienced that in Jackson last year. Shout out Yoda and Hillary in particular. And it's been the same on this trip from my friends at Finisterre, like Larry, Tom and the gang, who showed me such hospitality while I was down doing the big C Q and a to my friends Neil Haynes and Matt Arnie, who I was lucky enough to have a great surf with. Matt also did the pictures for this episode with Tom. Thank you, Matt. And like I say to my friends Chris and Katie, who have hosted me so generously. And it's been just the Philip and a brilliant reminder of how great our community is and how lucky I am to be part of it. And I'm knackered as well, to be honest, because the waves have been fun. I haven't really surfed for a bit. I've been doing a lot of swimming last couple of months because I've got these dodgy elbow and shoulder issues and I've been trying to sort that out. So generally I'm quite fit, but, you know, surfing, surfing in it. So a couple of days, well, three days of good waves, getting stuck in, enjoying the spring sunshine. I am knackered. Don't know about you. But much as I love winter, I have never been so happy to see a motherfucking crocus as I have been this last week. Um, And the sun's been shining, the waves have been good. I've caught with a load of old friends and generally I've been reminded of the beauty and generosity of life. So that's nice. And like I say, I also recorded this episode with the great Tom Kay while I was down in Aggie. Haven't been down to St Agnes for a few years. I think we worked out it's been like at least four years since I've seen Tom. If you're a regular listener to the show, you'll know Tom and Finisterre. And for this episode, I wanted to catch up with Tom on the occasion of Finisterre's 20th year in business to find out how the business has grown. It's now got 10 stores and a whopping 100 plus members of staff around the country. What he's learned as a founder and entrepreneur, what plans he's got for the future, initiatives such as C7, the new foundation, and really just to check in with an old friend after a few years. So that's what we did. That's what you're about to listen to. Like I say, my thanks to Tom, Bronwyn, Larry, everyone at Finisterre for their help with this episode. And also thanks to everyone who continues to support the show, especially the ever-increasing number of paid subscribers, which continues to take me by surprise and which I'll chat more about at the end. But in the meantime, here's me and Tom Kay. Enjoy. Freeform, <laughs> you, you, you've done it before. You know what I'm like. It's all pretty, pretty cash. Um, but yeah, we just have a chat about. Yeah, just make sure you're not like, like on the silver bit. Yeah, how's that? I mean, you're a pro now. 
you, you've just been on Radio 4. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not face to face. Yeah. What was the Radio 4 thing? It was uh, You and Yours, which is a... Um, it's, I think it's like a consumer show they have every day, but every other Thursday they have a... It's called Gap Finders, and they sort of talk to people that have built businesses where there wasn't one or found a gap, that sort of thing. So, yeah, it was it was good. I was quite nervous, but I think um, feedback beat. It was, I did okay. <laughs> what? Because it was like Radio Four, and yeah, it's Radio Four, and it's you know it's not you know it's the kind of um, quite you know interrogating what we're doing, asking questions. Oh, I was quite quite sort of. Um rigorous like yeah yeah it's, it's not just a sort of like hey well done find the gap sort of thing you know, yeah. they're asking you questions about your business what you're doing you know we were talking quite a lot about um you know connecting people to see and using the brand to do that yeah and then if you're making product how do you reconcile you know doing a business it's also you know yeah all aiming that. to help help the world as well so yeah which is you know is, is obviously there's always a tension there so um yeah she asked quite a lot of you know interesting questions you know yeah covering that area i always find it quite interesting when like the mainstream world kind of takes an interest in what we do because it's because it's such a bubble isn't it like the world that we all like live in like surf and skate yeah. and snow yeah and, and the way that we often talk about different issues is also quite self-contained isn't it and i always find it quite interesting when the the you know the mainstream world or the outside world or whatever takes sort of takes a look at it and, yeah you know because yeah. sometimes it can be challenging it can be it can be you know they can sort of point out things that perhaps you know I, well i guess what i mean is like the pace of the debate often in the in, in in the real world can be quite different from the pace of the debate for example in surfing you know yeah. um which is and it's good to sort of like be, remember that, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it is. And, you know, and be challenged by that sometimes. Yeah, be challenged by it and, you know, look outside your industry and your, your, your way, the sort of space you're operating in. And, um, yeah, I, I suppose, you know, when you've done something for also for a long time, you know, told the, the story quite a lot. Although, you know, it's always an evolving story. Um, you sort of people, it's easy to think people know it or understand it. So you're constantly kind of like, you know, telling people, why your product cuts this or how it's made or why it's better it's made from this or that so yeah uh, there's a constant sort of conversation going on there but i suppose you know as as, as we got bigger that, that 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 voice and that um that hopefully that agent for change has also had more you know got more reach and that sort of thing so um yeah it's, it's, it's hopefully you know a positive thing today must have been quite a nice reminder why you do this though because it was a good laugh today wasn't it yeah it was fun yeah it was really good so you timed it. You timed it well. <laughs> yeah, everyone keeps saying no. It was really fun. That like that's the yeah. first sort of I'm going to say proper surf, like in yeah. proper waves that I've had. Um, yeah, maybe in about six months. It was, it was great. Yeah, you did well. So on a, on a good one flying past me. So yeah, we got were a just, couple. So yeah. I was like, as soon as I got that first one, I was like, okay, fine. Yeah. So we, we, <laughs> so we the sun's out. A beautiful day. Yeah. Like springs in the air. It's got a lightness. It's been uh, quite a long winter. As it always is this time of year. And just when you're like starting to wonder why you live here or whatever in this country, then you get the get a little, little little crack start appearing in at the end of winter and sort of spring let itself in and it really felt like it was a day and it was fun waves as well. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good. Is that where you normally surf then? Yeah, kind of so that's my favourite spot to surf and I'll often go there even when it's not very good just to get in or um you can because you can kind of get away from everything down there. If you kinda of go in and go right under the tin mine there, you can yeah. really as you saw we're getting out the whole beach has kind of come out you can sort of get away from you can just have moments on your own yeah it's great i love it yeah it really it really kind of was a a sort of classic 
Brit, well, English. Yeah. Some like winter surf today, wasn't it? Totally. You yes. know, it's good. Yeah, it's really good. It's good. It's great. And I, I've not really surfed down there that much recently, so even like the kind of landscape, I was like, oh god, it's really nice to be back here with, like you say, like it's such a sort of dramatic backdrop isn't it yeah. with all the you know the chimneys everywhere and, yeah yeah you know. and yeah and you, and you, and you look up and you can't you can't really see any there's not many man-made structures always thin that you go to like somewhere like california and you go into that same sort of place like yeah there's like you know buildings clinging to every single bit of the cliff pretty much but there you look you can see a few buildings down towards sort of Porth town yeah and you can see the engine house behind you and that's pretty much it so it's uh, it's a good place to be, yeah. Yeah. So I'm down for this big C showing tonight. Yeah. Um, and you've got a role in that. You've just been doing a bit of filming with Lewis last couple of days, haven't you? Like, yeah. That, and that was for Big C, wasn't it? Yeah. So Lewis is um, he's, he's he's made the film with Chris and sort of unearthed the story. Yeah. Um, and it's you know, do you want me to sort of explain? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think I people, know. I think people will know. I mean people listen if you've not listened to my episode with Chris and Lewis like I'd like give it a listen because but I guess I'm interested in your take on the story really because when we were chatting earlier yeah you were like it could have been harder you know yeah. it could it could have been more forceful and one of the yeah. things we talked about me Chris and Lewis and also that came up when I did a, an online Q&A with them was like they kind of purposefully didn't go too hard yeah. so I was quite interested in why you why you thought yeah. that what what's so what, what why did what was you thinking there? Like just almost like they were kind of letting people off the hook a bit or? No, maybe I mean, it might just be a sort of uh, personal sort of um, take on, on, you know, the ability to drive change, I suppose. So, yeah. um, you know, for us, if we, if we sort of find something that, you know, we've always, yeah, as a brand, we've sort of been around 20 years now and we've always sort of, you know, had a sort of, you know, a true North about why we're here and, you know, what we're here to do. But, you know, that also changes the whole time. So yeah. you're constantly, yeah, you know, it's, it's sort of like a sort of like a startup mentality, you know, you know, in terms of which is exhausting and exciting at the same time when you're constantly sort of on on a drive to become better, better product, better business, better individuals, culture, team, that sort of thing. So um, you're on, we're on that journey. So I guess you know if if we we were sort of if we found stuff, we were sort of we sort of we drive quite hard at it. So yeah. I think and I think the you know the the sort of the narrative around what they've uncovered there is 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 horrendous and. Um, you know, uh, appalling on many, many, many levels. You know, it's got many layers to the film. Um, so yeah, so I, I, I thought, I thought that the maybe some of the yeah, I was expecting maybe to be a bit pointed. Some of the yeah, the conversations could, could have definitely stopped the booting a bit more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you know, and that, that, but they've they've obviously got reasons for doing that. Yeah, which is my sort of view, and I think that um, yeah, you know, they've, they've they've got like a plan, and it's a great one, and we're really really great to support it in any way we can um yeah but it was you know you, you could argue this has been going on for some time and you know it's, it, there's a there should be a sense of urgency with these conversations yeah you know, it's not like oh yeah we'll just do it now and then we'll kind of change in a few years time it's like no, no you need to check you need to just change now just yeah. get on and do it what what else do you need to know so why why would you not change so that's kind of more maybe my personal mentality um but they've obviously have a different um a different sort of plan with it yeah, I'd like to come back to that actually. Yeah. The, the, a couple of points you made about the about the kind of startup mentality and the and the the because you know obviously it's, you mentioned it's twenty years since you you've been going and I've known you probably now for about twelve years yeah. and kind of seen seen like how this has grown and one of the things I'm really interested in is is that point that you made like basically as like a founder and entrepreneur like how how you kind of 
cope with the the, the constant necessity for change that, yeah. it, that it requires but but on before we get to that like on the what i was going to say is like when we first met you weren't making wetsuits no. and you and, and and i remember like you were really considered about that like yeah. it you, you were like it was always built into what this place was about yeah. like about like if we're going to make products I mean, that is a, that is a legitimate thing. Like that is, that is, I mean, I've, I've kind of seen that like over the years, that's not like a line, that's not marketing. That is actually what goes on it. And that was really apparent with, with the wetsuits. So when you, I mean, wetsuits probably what, what is it now? Eight, nine years ago that you first brought out wetsuits. Um, yeah, it would have been about seven or eight years ago. Yes. But, but from the beginning, yeah. it was always like, can we find a way of doing this more yeah. effectively? Wasn't it? Yeah. So, you know, you've had, the wetsuits from wetsuits yep. thing that you explored. Um, and it's always been about like, how can we solve, you, you always definitely approached it if I'm right, as like, how can we help solve that problem for the industry? Yeah. Um, and now you're like full you, like, so aren't you the range? Yeah, for, um, years, for, for three years, yeah. So, so I guess my question is when you were, because one of the themes of the big C, which is really mm-hmm. quite interesting and apparent is the apathy of the industry. Like, let's yeah. be honest, yeah. you know, the fact that the fact that like the industry is obviously known about this and just mm. not really like addressed it for whatever reason that's yep. happened. And you've all, and, and you know, you, w- with what you've done with Finisterre, you've definitely tried to, I'm not going to use it. I'm not going to say like disruptor cause that's a, a bit of a sort of cliche, but you know, there's always been a, there's always been a, if we're going to make them, we've got to make them in the right way. And we've got, to, like I said, w- have you ever found a tension with that? Like in, with the industry when, with that approach that, that you were going down a slightly different path? Um, yeah, I guess, you know, like, um, you know, we're sort of, you know, we're quite honest about, you know, we're not, we haven't got the answers. We're not perfect. Yeah. You know, we've never, we haven't done this before. You know, there's, you know, we, we kind of have like a, um, an ethos, which, you know, I had on a three page website 20 years ago, but now there's like, you know, 140 people in business. There's 10 stores. You know, a lot of amazing people have sort of taken it on and brought that to life, you know, which is amazing to see that kind of, that vision sort of brought to life through the teams and uh, the products and the content, that sort of thing. So um, that, that I suppose that, that, that's, that's always been there. And, um, you know, if we can make product better, we try and do that. Uh, and with like specifically wetsuits, it was, you know, it's, it's a really complicated product to make Yeah. because it's, it's, you know, to be warm, comfy, you know, fit well, uh, price is a big thing they get battered people are pissing them they take them <laughs> yeah. off and leave them in the sun rip yeah. off the car park and as soon as it falls to bits you send it back so it's like or you leave it in your loft yeah, or garage uh, yeah. in a bucket you know and so it's um it was definitely a neglected uh, area or like a complacent area within the industry if we're like you know why would i need to check if i'm selling uh, a customer a new wetsuit every 18 months yeah. which is probably you know realistically what most wetsuits last for um, then why would I change that? You know, so, yeah. and I think that's kind of probably what you mean. And you, there's, there's a lot of kind of, yeah, there's um, an accepted way of doing it. Yeah. That, that like, if you, I'm guessing you're right. Like that's exactly what I mean. Like there's a, if you're a brand going to make wetsuits, there's just a way you do it. I imagine, yeah. you know, you use, you design them in a certain way. There's a factory that you use, like you sell them in a particular yeah. way, you market them in a particular way. And if you choose at the time not to do that, it's, it's obviously setting yourself apart, yeah. isn't it? And it's interesting as well with Ulex specifically. It's like the brands that are working with Ulex now, most of them haven't made wetsuits. Ten years ago, weren't making wetsuits. Right. It's like, you know, then the new, you know, Patagonia obviously was, you know, an outdoor company that had a surf 
protection to it. Yeah. They start making wetsuits. You know, we didn't used to make wetsuits and we start making wetsuits and have legs. And there's other brands out there as well that they're all, they're all, they're all quite new businesses. They're not like the big stalwarts of the yeah. industry, although maybe they're not anymore, those brands. But so they're well, the bit like the, the kind of big names. Yeah, the you, big names. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's, and, um, you know, we've always looked at Finisterre as a sort of way to drive change. Like we're honest about, you know, we're not perfect and we haven't got the answers, but if we can, we can approach them a different way and, you know, be open about the challenges that are involved with that but look this is the role of the brand how can we drive that change or you know alter what's gone before or you know you know then then that that's what we're here to do and so that's kind of that and that that mentality was there you know 20 years ago and actually one of the reasons why I started Finis Day was you know to create product for you know the sort of surfing that would lead the life I was leading over here where it's you know it's freezing cold the rest of it I couldn't find the product that I needed nor could I find that it was made from a brand that was kind of taking these sins into consideration. So it's been in the in our brand since starting, and so it is a startup ethos. But it's very it's even more relevant now because of obviously what you know the way consumerism needs needs to go and how we how we are in 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 the sort of face of the threats of the planet. So um, yeah, yeah. So, but that must be quite difficult at times to make a business case for that. Because, because yeah. you know, like if you're going to go to however it works, I mean, I don't know how it works, your business, but like it presumably, oh, we're going to make wetsuits, you know, okay, yeah. right, are you going to pay for that? You know what I mean? Like there'll be, yeah. a pro- there'll be a process and presumably, well, it's a question really, Do, there must be a, like the, the, the classic way has got to be cheaper and probably more profitable than, yeah. than the new way. Yeah. So how, has that been difficult to recon- reconcile those principles over the years yeah i mean if you look back at what we've done and and nothing else this question like you know what you know what are your sort of failures but i don't sort of i would say learns yeah and you know you know because all the you know we're still a business we have to we have to make profit so that we can and do you got good. you got a lot of people around the place yeah. these days and we got we got we got we got you know that's that we, we got to, because if we don't have you know not a lot of people talk about like financial um sustainability you know because if you're not if you're not doing these things that um you know paying all the wages and the rest of it and the brands and all that sort of thing that all this beautiful stuff that you want to do the brand be a voice to the brand yeah you know, put content out make better product out there do activism camps whatever it is you, you can't do that so um but I would say that, you know, for a lot of our life, probably like, you know, th- uh, you know, like over half of it, we were seriously challenged from a kind of economic point of view because we were working with, you know, recycled fabrics, natural fibres, and then trying to give it the best price possible in terms of access- accessibility to the customers. So we say, well, that seems quite expensive. Can you explain to me why it is that expensive? So we've been on a kind of constant journey of like, um, so to answer the question, there's always like a, a tension between you know, the value of something, the worth of something and what's gone into into making it. Yeah, and I guess it's like, um, you know, values versus capitalism in a way, isn't it? Because like you say, it is a business yeah. and, and you need to, and, and it's a hard path to tread, I imagine. Like, because there's plenty of companies that kind of sell to the same market that just sell. You know, they're not really worried about the provenance, not really worried about the stories behind it, but it has always been a key part of it for you. And like you say, it, it's definitely seen from the outside like at times you've had to really stick to your guns there, like to, to kind of keep that ethos at the yeah. heart of it. Yeah, you know? I mean, I think it's, um, you know, that sort of belief and that blind conviction you have about, you know, there's room in the world for a brand like Finisterre and all the things we do and stand it and, and, you know, will do. Um, so there's that, there's a really good um, 
there's a really good uh, it's like this business psychologist I can't remember his name is now but he does this thing called the emotional journey of doing anything really good right uh, or anything worthwhile yeah. you should check it out I'm sure, you know 200 podcasts congratulations thank you <laughs> uh, so that, and you know well done you for everything you've done man it's great um, but you know and if, so if you do you set on a journey and it's like you start off and it's like that's been a great idea then it's like oh man it's a bit hard and I thought shit it's really difficult and then you go into this thing called swamp of despair which is like you know definitely been there it's like (laughs) it's not never going to work yeah but you just keep going and the resilience you keep going then you kind of pull up come to the other side you go oh we're we're getting through and then you kind of that's going to work and you kind of go through that and so i think you know that any anyone who started out on their own path whatever it is uh, it'd be in business you know media content you know sport art whatever it is then you have you have you have that but if you have that kind of belief and that conviction of where you're going you can kind of get through that swarm of despair yeah um and then also when and then in the diagram you build a bridge over it so that you can then help people across it next time yeah i mean it i think because i run a business as well and as you know and like i think one of the things that i've like change just is the constant of it i mean it just is like and if you and you can have if i look at I mean, obviously our business is nowhere near the size of yours, but if I look at like, um, you can have plans and you can make plans and that's fine. You're always going to need plans. You're always going to need like a yeah. you know, strategy that you're going to work to and you, you're always going to have that, but that will change. Yeah. Inevitably that will change. Course, and, yeah. I, and, I, and I think what I've almost begun to personally relish in a way, weirdly, is is recognizing that. But that took me a long time to get my head around. Like yeah. to, to to recognize the fact that like, actually change is kind of fine and it's and it's not it's not like a fair it doesn't mean you failed it doesn't it doesn't mean that you've um you've not hit your goals it's just that that kind of you know agility is the is the kind of buzzword that people use in this context isn't it or like pivot is another sort of trendy phrase Mm -hmm. for it but that but that like ability to kind of say okay actually i'm gonna that this you know for example a recession you know right now we're all about to go into recession or we're in a recession and that's just going to change everyone's businesses you know like in 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 my industry people are going to lose clients like there's going to be things going on and you've got to like you've just got to adapt to that and you've got and you've got to be quite prepared to be like right that plan that we had we're not doing that anymore so is that a picture that you recognize and secondly how do you find that personally do you is that something that you that you that you struggle with or is that something that you've kind of grown to get your head around um so i agree with you know everything you said if i think back you know how things have changed you know it's and it's you know it's, there's that expression there's like all that quote that you know um change doesn't seem it's like doesn't happen doesn't seem to happen for a long time then suddenly it happens really quickly yeah it's like the old um there's a hemingway quote yeah um bankruptcy happens very slowly and then all at once yeah exactly so it's the same thing you're like yeah. and you, you think about you know some of the, the issues around in the industry and wider now that you know there was being chat about them for a long time sunny they're like everywhere immediately. yeah so yeah, yeah, it, yeah it is there and so i i, mean, I get I, I guess our, our view on it my take is that you know that if you have that kind of um you know that sort of founding ethos whatever you want to call it vision you know that that whole that, that whole that true north whatever that going yeah. star holds, holds, holds firm and then that sees you through 
um, you know, sees you through the change because you're adapting to the change as it happens without getting knocked off course. Because if you didn't have that that sort of, that North Star, yeah. you could go into change and suddenly you're down like a whole different direction yeah. than you were before. But if you've got that sort of overarching kind of direction vision, we're going down with going that way, and then there's sort of there's adaptability that can happen as sort of the the you know the the medium term changes around you then yeah. you can that's kind of you can sort of stay true to you are yeah have strategic direction about you know the effect you have on the world at the same time as like have relevant conversations that need to be had as they pop up yeah i've never it's interesting that you say that because when you were talking about that i was thinking like well what would our in my business's case like me and jojo like my business partner i was like well what would our kind of guiding principle be and i, and I was thinking about it, i was like i think with us it's just like we just want to run a company in a particular way that's kind of it really yeah, like we, cool. we we like strongly feel that you can run a business like ours in a in a way that kind of benefits the people that work there creates yeah. a good work environment does good work obviously and also is kind of true to the cultures that we came from which is yeah. like which is a legitimate thing for us and that's totally, something yeah. and, that, and that and and that's all that is always I've never we've never even really characterized this but that is the thing that kind of guides us through those things you know we're we're, I think we're always a bit like well as long as we remember that long-term goal like any any sort of evolutions or changes that we have to make due to circumstance due to due to Mm -hmm. things that happen like if as long as you keep that in mind it it kind of gives you that that path doesn't it you know which I'd never I think the other thing that I've also got better at personally is definitely telling myself and i do think you can learn this that um if something bad happens it will be for the right it will be a good thing in the long run if that makes sense because because you you just have to you know it's a bit like when you get dumped by your partner when you're a kid Mm. (laughs) it's a bit like this will work out for the best yeah yeah in in the end and some and when you're in the thick of it and you've got to make a a decision that you might not want to make or you might have you know or something's happened where you you're faced with a, a a decision that you need to choose i used to these days I'm, i've got better at that i've got better at kind of going like well you know need to do it and in the end it probably will set us on the right path yeah so have you have you kind of experienced that um yeah probably many many times you know when uh there's sort of like a pragmatism i suppose you have to have around you know in life and, and in like you know, sort of in business and stuff so yeah um I guess, um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you get, you know, like doing anything, starting anything, doing anything that's, you know, changing or you're looking to do things better than has been before is always going to have an element of, you know, challenges and people taking shots at you, you know, whatever it is. Um, So you have to have, you know, that kind of, that thick skin to get knocked down and and get on again. Yeah. I think resilience is like a huge thing, like... uh, you know that whole you know entrepreneurial sort of resilience is is massive you know having having that just to keep that kind of that belief um to keep on going is is a, is a big thing yeah for sure yeah so um why did tom k 20 years ago start this business i know i know i know you've like i i guess i'm interested when you look back now yeah you know um yeah well long long because <laughs> like obviously time but then it seems gone really quickly so like me like life i suppose like a, yeah it's gone quick because um, i bet when you look back to you 20 years ago 
yeah. you see a different person, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. I had hair then. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, funny, isn't it? Because yeah. I think back to, I mean, I'm 46. I mean, I think back to what I was like when I was 26. Yeah. I so, mean, I don't even recognize that person. No. So we start, I started finishing when I was 27. And, you know, it's really from um, a love of the sea. And, you know, I've been lucky to be brought up with that as, as in my family life. And um, sort of really replicating that through the brand, you know. And, um if we could do that and build sort of the best product possible, um, a deep belief that that we could do things in a better way, uh, as well as being great business, you know, culture, team, in a beautiful part of the world. Um, but that was so that was there from the start. That, yeah, that was because yeah. th- we, we've talked about this before. But that was like that was definitely like the 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 driving when you had the original idea. You were like, that's the gap that I see. Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a product. You know, so our first product was a fleece. It's windproof, waterproof, breathable. And the idea was you, you know, you open a surf mag, actually, even now, but 20 years ago, you would, um, yeah, it'd be board shorts, bikinis, flip flops. Um, and here was I get out of the sea in the middle of February. And it was, you know, there was this, that product wasn't relevant to me at all. And so, how could I, you know, I generally believe that there had to be a need for the brand, a need for, there had to be a need for the brand starting. It wasn't just about like making t-shirts hoodies it had to be like a need for the product and the you know building the sort of product sort of fit for purpose um but at the same time as that not only that it was also about making things in a better way natural fibers recycled fabrics um that sort of thing and you know we had our commitment to product and environment people that's on our first website a three-page website um back in 2003 and you know that that's still around in, in the place today so yeah, you know, it's gone from that fleece, but it, you know, that kind of, you still see that fleece around today. And I wasn't like a clothes designer or businessman, so I'm pleased to say that it, the aesthetic has moved on a bit since then. But it's great. Well, we just to, drove past the flat, didn't we? With yeah, the, you with, did, yeah, with, yeah. With the sticker on the window yeah. still, which is pretty hilarious. Yeah, but that was, that was above the surf shop here in Aggie, and it was, uh, it's not, surf shop's moved now, but it was, um, yeah, that's where it started, and it was like, um, three-page website, getting your housemates off the phone before you got on the internet, you know, from the modem when it was crazy. Um, so, um, I need to use the computer. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I yeah. Plug, I got to plug the modem. Yeah, in. and it was like, you know, because there's always a sort of, you know, there's, you know, with, with this brand, you know, it was not overwhelming, but I'm always really proud and sort of, you know, but you often ask what the proud moments are. Like, you know, when you see, when I see people wearing a product, I love that. It, you know, it means that, um, you know, We've, we've done a good thing. We got a good product out. Told a good story. We must have been pretty hyped today, then, because it's about fifteen wetsuits. In yeah, the water. it's great seeing the wetsuits in the water, and that was like you know. That, and I always I chatting to a few people. Um, a couple of those, one girl and one guy. I was just like, how do you find the wetsuits? How they're getting on? I was like, like, always try and chat to people, and um, you know, the feedback ultimately make, helps make better product anyway. Yeah. Um, but generally, everyone's really happy. So the kind of the word of mouth thing has always been big with Finister, and yeah. it was big at the start, and. Because of sort of need for the brands, the quality of the product, um, that kind of thing. Um, that's how we kind of grew. And um, it was, it was you know, people telling each other, friends about it. And you remember when it's like not your mum or your sister or your <laughs> neighbour who was wearing our product. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. So what when you look back, like, what advice would you give 27-year-old Tom? Um, well, it's, I mean, I think, you know, I think... Yeah, there's yeah, there's probably have there's been some definitely some times when I probably didn't believe in myself. You know, you know, there's definitely been some really tough times, and uh, yeah, I probably get to that 
person then and just say you know you you know you've got this um but you know I, I i didn't give up so i carried it on so i was i was okay so i think that you know definitely that um you know believe in yourself you know even more than i did i think i could have done that um i think we did a great job we, we've done a great job you know keeping the brand true to its founding ethos and what it started and you know it, it's amazing to see that that kind of vision's been brought to life by uh, the amazing people that work here um, and I probably from a you know boring point of view I just sort of got the numbers you know I wasn't a businessman so like you know all the you know I didn't even know what gross margin was you know I literally had no idea yeah and I can remember getting Me the, the, accounts, the accounts back <laughs> and, the, and the account was like you do realize what I was like no 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 I don't even know what, what you're talking about so um, you know I think that kind of you know I was always you know very convinced and you know committed to the brand and what we could achieve but I was probably a bit slow to get some of the economics going in the business. Sure. Yeah, which was, you know, that's tough because you're growing a brand, you've got to get funding, you know, you're making a loss, you can't go to the banks. It's like you have to really, it's, it's, there's, there's that, that sort of side of it, you know, is, um, yeah, it has to go on as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it kind of started as a, I guess you would call it a lifestyle brand for you, right? As in, like, you had an idea that you wanted to, like, I mean, I think most, passionate businesses do start like this you know there's yeah. somebody that has an idea that they want to follow and they're kind of working out how it happens along the way and yeah. then and then the, the kind of transition to turn that passion into like a properly functioning business is usually quite a i think everyone unless you like you know an entrepreneurial person who just goes around setting up businesses and you know yeah. and, and we all know people like that and that's 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 totally a thing but I think I kind of recognize in myself a lot more what you sort of went through, which is like an idea. And then it, you kind of work it out as you go, basically. Exactly, yeah, ability you, flight, yeah. You know, and then, yeah. and, 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 and tri- tri- the trick is, the trickiest bit, I think, is the, the, that transition when you do go from like the guy doing everything to like actually making it a functioning business and giving over control and, you know, making sure it's run profitably. And yeah. that that's definitely the, the tricky bit, isn't it? You know? Yeah, I mean, it's, um, yeah, it, 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 one, I suppose on one hand it's a lifestyle business, but it was always, you know, pretty ambitious about where it wanted to go as well. So it wasn't, you know, it was always, you know, you know like we, we surf today, you know, and there's three or four people from the team in, in the water, which I love, always love seeing. But, yeah. um, you, know, you know, it was working somewhere you could live a great life. Yeah. And with what we view as a great life. Um, but also about, it wasn't just about a, lifestyle business where it'd be existing just to do that it was to do that but also you know be a you know, challenge industry do things differently um tell great stories inspire people you know to connect the sea to go on you know trips whatever it is so it's like it's, it's, it's it, there's always been a sort of a higher purpose to to that as well which is that's, yeah. that's really powerful yeah and you always saw the potential of that from the start then like that you that it could symbolize that those things yeah i did actually i mean like so if you look back over 20 years you know yeah you, you could i could you could say like go back 20 years and would you where do you imagine where you are to be today and i guess that yeah the brand is like in a great place and yeah, i'm really proud of everything we're doing so that's a that's the take it's definitely been you probably it's probably taken me longer than i thought but then the journey you know, that, that's kind of that, that's part of it yeah um and you know we're, we're still we're still you know tight in a really good place as a, as a brand as a business as, 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 a, as a bunch of individuals so i think it's um yeah I'm, I'm really i'm really proud of it um are you where you hoped you might be yeah i think so i think so um i mean i 
I often say we're like a sort of, you know, you know, when we, we had, you know, the first, like, you're like a human, the first, like, five years, you're like, no idea what's going on. <laughs> the middle bit, you're probably a bit emo, you know, say, <laughs> say some things you probably didn't mean to, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. trying some stuff out that you shouldn't do, you know, a bit adolescent, whatever. And then you sort of really start to get into your confidence, who you are, yeah. and what your personality is. And um, you really kind of, you really you know fully fledged adults so it kind of feels like um we, we that's where we are as a brand and that's really exciting yeah yeah so when when you look back over this period like what 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 have been the what do you think have been the biggest challenges um biggest challenges i mean i think it's you know doing anything you know in any new is, is new is difficult doing new and you know with a sort of trying to have be better, more sustainable. But you know, when you first started out, you couldn't get like recycled fabrics under two thousand yards. That's quite a lot of that's yeah. a lot of product to make even now. Um, so trying to trying to kind of compete with some of the bigger brands that were around at the time, you know, um, and get your voice heard. And you know, back then there wasn't a whole digital marketing landscape as well. So you're kind of going to trade shows. You're, you know, you're making films. You know, um, and we are. You know, putting print ads and magazines and stuff, trying to, you know, get lots of reviews and write-ups and stuff like that. But it's more, much more like print media uh, back then. So you've got to really kind of have a point of difference. Yeah. Um, so, you know, maintaining that was... So so in terms of asking questions, so that was always a challenge. And so we always made sure a really strong point of difference, you know, authentic point of difference, yeah. true to who we are and how we started. And we would tell that to many people as we could do. Um, but you know, we didn't just have like tons of big ad budgets to sort of chuck around and, um, you know, and I think also we started out as well, you know, so our first fleece made was 100 quid, you know, probably the next fleece you could walk into to a shop was like 60 quid. So suddenly like we were, you know, had to educate others to have our customers understand, you know, yeah. the, why it was just this is a really good product and it was costing more because of x and y and what gone into the the production process to get this price and that that it was sort of the sort of value proposition i suppose yeah um which is um i think people understand that more than they used to but that's that was you know that was always something we worked really hard at yeah i think that's that idea is the world's kind of caught up a bit with that haven't they yeah they you, have you, you know yeah. like as in provenance is important and 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 long-term usage is important especially in the industry because obviously in the industry like it is like you you alluded to earlier with the wetsuits where you said like you know sell people a wetsuit every 18 months i think you said yeah and that and and this is kind of why i've been digging at this like business model change thing because that that's not really there's a contradiction there if you want to if you want to run a profitable business obviously the clear the 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 best thing you could do is just pilot it fast fashion essentially Mm. like pilot high sell it cheap you know so to so and and so to do something like well actually we're going to make something it's going to use this fabric it's going to use this process it's going to be more expensive but it's going to have more value because of that is really flying in the face of the prevailing um ethos of of the fashion industry really isn't and it and capitalism yeah you and capitalism yeah yeah, yeah, you yeah exactly you, you know, sell you know. people stuff as much as you can exactly as much profit as you can full stop but i think like like we're saying i think that 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 idea is now kind of 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 its time isn't it yeah i think you still there's still work to be done you know it's not definitely you you talked a minute ago about how being in the industry and maybe that's you know a conversation at a certain level that people understand you know and kind of get the you know with b cores and all that sort of stuff there's definitely the kind of the watermark on this kind of thinking is definitely lifted yeah and you know with it with it lifting everyone gets lifted a bit so that that's great but you still got to go out um you know, and so I was on a Radio 4 interview last week and 
one one of the questions that someone wrote in was like, you know, why does your bit of knitwear cost ninety five quid? Yeah, and I was like, well, actually, do you know what? In the supply chain, you have like a value add on each stage, and yeah. it's going to be. And if you're a sort of business like we are, like other businesses are, your B Corp, you know, you're about you know responsible you know, stakeholder capitalism yeah you're going to make sure there's a fair value add and then that gets to a fair price to customer yeah that equates 95 quid it's not for me to say whether this is for her or not yeah it's not for me to say whether she should be spending her money where she's i'm not saying that at all but this is what we do and this is our view on the world if you want to go and get a similar product for 12 quid yeah. from another brand i'm sure people can imagine what that might be yeah then they have to ask themselves is that a fair proposition of what it's got in for you know for people employees yeah suppliers and the environment to get to 12 quid it's like probably not it's about the real value of yeah of of well of everything yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah exactly. you know, without getting too yeah like about the value of labor the value of of, yeah. of product the value of expertise yeah. and that's definitely been lost i mean it's a really yeah. interesting thread with um the big c as well actually yeah. coming back to that because one of the threads of that is you know the most common thing i got off that episode came out was like well i can't afford you like yeah. and, and why would i pay for you like when neoprene's cheaper and the response is exactly like you just gave like it's like well what is you, you just have to look at it in terms of like what the value of this is. Like, yeah. is it, is your cheap neoprene wetsuit worth more than, for example, in this case, the lives of people that live in the shadow of that factory. Yeah. But equally, like if you're talking about a supply chain, people that try to make a living yeah, and like, exactly. and, and actually trying to like, yeah. and have industries that yeah. can provide jobs. Like these things are kind of hidden aren't they yeah yeah and people much. and consumers like don't really and i put myself in that because it's so easy yeah to go on i mean i buy a lot of books for example and i'm you know i go on amazon and just click Same, yeah. click that button <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah do you know what i mean but yeah. but in doing that you're you're basically making a choice about i mean this is another sort of cliche of this conversation but it is very true like you're making a choice about the kind of world you want to live in at the end of the yeah. day aren't you you yeah. know it's like because if i'd have gone to the, a local bookshop that's basically supporting my local economy it's putting food on local take all these things and these these, these things are important yeah 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 <laughs> I, I would say yeah and then you know and then there's the whole thing you know buying well buying once you know last longer you know we have repairs done repairs like 15 years in in here and in bristol now and um you know if you can you know if you if you have the kind of circularity approach that sort of fits that's part of the the model there so um but that you know that you know that, that's just what we do you know it's not it yeah it doesn't have to be for everyone it's just no. like kind of view on the world and well i think you're still i think you're still a bit of an outlier really in that sense aren't you because because like you say you know whether it's surf gear or like or or apparel like you can't you just it's out there to to get in a in a, in a different way yeah. yeah but i guess on that topic then so because a lot of what you do is, I mean, I'm looking at, for example, C7, which you've got going on at the minute, which is something that you've done. Yeah. A lot of it is try to lead the conversation, like with, in the industry. And I guess there's a bit of a balance, right, between, you know, wrapping people around the head with this stuff, right? You know, you've got, I imagine you've got to find a way of telling the story in a way that's... Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it has to be inclusive and, yeah, exactly. know, and bring people along and... You know, it's like the whole sort of thing with, um, you know, those meat substitutes. I was listening to radio interview the other day and it was, it was like Beyond Meat or something and they were like, you know, they don't want to be, the vegans understand it. 
and yeah. they were going down to Burger King where guys were coming out who were like crushing like four or five times a week, whatever, Burger Kings, and they couldn't believe that it was a, a you know, meat substitute. So it's the idea of, you know, basically, you know, like many of these things, you know, you have a bunch of people that are in your same sort of space, you probably think the same as you, like yeah. we talked about earlier, but if we can help other people, um, whoever, your communities, whatever, understand or, you know, connect the sea or buy a better product then that that's kind of that's kind of you know that's cumulative in in a in a in a, in a better way to be so uh, yeah that, that yeah so it, it is about bringing people along on the journey with you and the whole activism thing is here with c7 was that the idea was that you'd you'd start you know most people don't know where to start it's yeah it's such a big you know they see you know whale wars or whatever and it's amazing to watch but yeah I'm, I'm in i'm in bristol whatever a family in bristol and you know I, um, how do that's just so far away removed away from the life that I lead how can I get involved or yeah. you know I, I know that it's important yeah but I don't know where to start so we ran C7 same time they started G7 and we now got C7 masterclass where we can help you understand that journey and interestingly we surveyed the people that signed up that was 5,000 people signed up to do it and um most people were like one to two on their activist journey of a scale of one to ten. So right. just starting, just beginning. So if we can, to answer your question, if we can use the brand to show people, open the door, a platform for change, and help people do that. Yeah, that's 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 that's. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 and, and it's going to be important as well, like you say, to to kind of help people make those right choices as well at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, cause it, cause it can be overwhelming. I mean, totally. Yeah. The, and, and I've, again, with the big C thing, cause it's just a handy metaphor and a, fa- a handy way into this conversation. Like, I think that's also, I've seen people a bit like, Oh God, well, if we look at that, then we need to look at, you know, surfboards yeah. and we need to yeah. look at, you know, but I look at that and I think, well, I don't think like making a, an ethical choice in, in certain areas, you've like, it's got to be a good thing. You know, it doesn't yeah. mean you have to like completely. No, I mean, you know, everyone, no, and I think you kind of often think that everyone else is, you know, maybe doing better than you or more perfect than you, you know, whatever it is. But if, you know, like a, a small improvement is still an improvement. And yeah. That's a good thing to do. So, uh, you know, and like most things in the world are bigger than Finisterre, but, you know, we've chosen some things, some battles and, you know, point of view to have. Yeah. And this is our kind of, these will will have those and continue to have those and um how they are brought to life in the brand and the retail shops and the rest of it is is how you see it but it's like it's you know it's we we you know it's it's a really kind of great phrase which is you know um don't never underestimate the the power of a small bunch of people to change the world you know yeah. it's like so if you, you little changes can make the differences and yeah you know, and that that's also you know empowering thing for people to do yeah so on the you know, looking back mm-hmm. with the reflection, um, have you got any like particular regrets uh, from from the the Finisterre years? Um, no, I wouldn't say. You know, I tried, you know, like well, sort of trodden life philosophy. Trying to have any regrets, but um, yeah, no. I mean, I think you know, it's 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 a journey. I've definitely got quite a few battle scars from it. Yeah, um, that you know that you do have. Uh, be that around, you know, where the business went, or you know, financially, we had some, you know, definitely some tough times where it didn't happen many times. You know, we got, I mean, I've got amazing crowd investors now who support us. We've got other investors who are really supportive. So, um, yeah, I, I don't, I, 
most of the regrets I think I've sort of dealt with at the time and learned from them and moved on. Yeah. Um, so no, I don't really actually. I'm, you know, I, I don't. Um, yeah, I'm just you know really proud of where it stands today and everyone's yeah. involved in that. And yeah, we, as we just yeah we still you know we just it may sound crazy after 20 years, but we're just getting started. There's, there's so much to do for us to get better at. You know different business models, different ways of working, you know, and, you know, so much stuff comes out all the time in terms of, you know, fabric. You think what, last time we spoke was, what, six years ago, was it? I don't know. Yeah, I think it was 2017, because I think yeah. you were one of my first episodes. Yeah, I remember we sat on the beach yeah, in Brighton. We had that had really cold, we had that really cold swim. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, it was like it, We swam to the pier, didn't we? And it was yeah. like, it was May and it was fucking freezing. Yeah, it's cold. Yeah, because uh, I, I remember I had a tri suit. On. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like yeah. we basically we had, but yeah, we had a pint, didn't we, on the beach? And so yeah, so so that that was six years ago. Yeah, yeah, because I was thinking about that when you coming down again, and um, yeah, just sort of thinking about you know, definitely been a lot of growing up we've done since then um, in the business, and you know, because you go you don't go through stages of you know. We start, it's just you, it's you and your sister, and then I people join, there's three of you, and there's four of you, and now there's like 150 people. So that's Which it. is, I've got to say, that that's blown my mind, that. Yeah. Because like, I was staying with Larry last night, and I was like, you know, I was working, and he was like, well, we've got 10 stores, we've got 150 yeah, yeah. people, and I was like, wow, I mean, it's yeah. a proper big big operation now, Yeah, isn't it's it? quite grown up, and we still, you know, it's still like really fun, and um, there's good energy, and sort of, you know, you probably felt it when you're hanging out here today and stuff, but... Um, yeah, and I think that that's a big thing of it, you know, the, the the culture, the team, and you know, everyone enjoying it and being motivated to be involved is like that. That that's huge for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so another, I'm I'm kind of I'm asking you a couple of like sort of Stephen Bartlett, Diary of a CEO, like Jake Humphreys questions here. Yeah. So um, forgive me, everyone, but um, but I am quite interested in this whole sort of founder angle to yeah. this. So I'm going to ask you a really cliched question. Sure. Like, no apologies for it, but. Where's it going to be in 20 years? Where's it going to be in 20 years? Yeah. Um, that's a great Everyone's question. Everyone's like, what's happened to Matt? No. Yeah, I mean, maybe we'll still be here. Just know how to surf, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, it'll be weird. It'll be, like, it'll be tomorrow as well. Yeah, but, you know, it's sort of, it's one of those sort of things where, like, you know, we've been here at Kitty for 20 years or like 15 years by the time we've out of the flat and stuff. So you could have walked in here 15 years ago and there had been boards by the door, dogs you know people coming less less people obviously yeah uh less grown up but still hopefully the same mindset yeah so i think that that the most important thing is the 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 kind of evolution and preservation of the kind of mindset of the business yeah and that's in how people are in the business the culture teams myself all that sort of thing so um you know and if as long as you've got that mindset of you know taking on the world not being dramatic but taking on the world driving yeah. change um you know, we've just got a foundation that's amazing about equal access to the ocean. I think that's something that, you know, for me personally, doing more of that sort of stuff. Where, yeah. And I get really excited about um, actually the, the the sort of brand building, but non-business sort of side of it. So whether, you know, there might not even be a transaction at the heart of it. If you can use the brand to drive change and connect people to see that, that's amazing. So, so I'm rambling a bit now, but I think if you, hopefully you could walk back in here, it'd be the same sort of feeling place it is now. And I think, that for me, that mindset, there'll be a whole load of different challenges from a um, business model point of view, product, production, supply chain. I'm hopefully we better, you know, maybe yeah. you know, we've got, we have like a positive impact um, team here now. And, you know, we, you know, being a positive impact business, I think it's really exciting. So, you know, there's a lot more um, 
to be done. Uh, there's a lot more to where we're going to go. But I think if as long as the mindset and that's what, you know, that kind of energy, that mindset and that kind of, that sort of fun and up for it kind of mentality uh, is still around, that would be a good thing to be. Yeah, but you were saying earlier, you know, when we were, when I was like, say, you used the phrase lifestyle business and you were like, yeah, but I always had a vision. Yeah. You know? so, so you must have, you must you must have an idea though, like a concrete... in terms of the, the business. Sort of yeah, just be. but and just what it can what it can achieve. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, in terms of you know, so the you know, uh, we're we're looking in terms of sort of like traditional you know business kind of um, optics. I suppose you know, we're looking at the states, looking at Germany, we're looking at France, we're looking you know, uh, you know, business got to sort of stage where you know there's there's communities we want to be involved with that we're not involved with now so that's that's going on right now so you know yeah. it's all you know the idea of it being a global brand I think it's very exciting yeah um, yeah you know, you know why, 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 why shouldn't we be having the conversations we're having now with other you know coastal communities around the world so um, that's that's really exciting yeah uh, and you know with 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 growth comes obviously a guardianship of culture of mindset of ethos all the things we've talked about um, but also there, there comes the excitement of being a bigger business to have you know bigger change you know drive bigger change a bigger voice you know have higher impact that sort of thing and so and a bigger reach so yeah. um, there's sort of there's sort of there's sort of the twin tracking so yeah does that answer yeah, yeah yeah sure. yeah no cool. it does yeah because. Um, you've you've always seemed to me like had a good combination of like you know yeah brand guardianship and 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 an idea of what the brand could could be but equally like you know you you've got you've got a business that you're running and that you try to take in a particular place so it's it's interesting to hear how those two things marry up really you know yeah i mean yeah that you know that there's it's an ongoing you know you've got a great you know it's uh, yeah that part of the exciting thing is it's it's, it's always changing and yeah. developing and it's going forward you know it's got momentum it's going forward um, you know ideas come on the table product product designs evolving content you know there's yeah and, and you know now it's great I love I love seeing you know some of the younger crew taking stuff on and really running with with ideas or product or content or copy or imagery whatever it is it's like you know for me that that that's really really encouraging and exciting to sort of feel that that legacy has is 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 ongoing yeah yeah are you, are you comfortable if i ask you about wealth or yeah sure about, go for it yeah. yeah so obviously you've had a really you know challenging yeah. personal I mean, I guess it's like two or three years, right? Uh, no, it's been a well. No, it was actually happened pretty quickly. It was like uh, May last year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and we we were having a conversation about how. So, do you want to explain what happened? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, our six-year-old, he's now seven, son, um, got lymphoma, went for an appendicitis, and they found a ten-centimeter tumor on his uh, intestine when he was. Um, yeah, when they went for the, for the operation, and then so that's lymphoma. So we had like five five rounds of chemo in Bristol. Yeah, uh, you know, hardcore. The sort of second and third rounds, we killed an adult. It was like the, the consultant called it the big guns of God. chemo. So it's pretty tough, and right. um, he was still living it, living it through it now actually. And um, it is, yeah, it's been a tough time. I mean, uh, the sort of time hospital was tough, and then the times to be back has also been really tough. Uh, but he's back at school and. Had a sort of five months checkup, post treatment checkup last few weeks ago, and he, he's doing really well. Yeah, yeah, because we, we we were talking earlier about how when you're in a situation like that, 
you 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 get you almost get the game face you yeah know, like right we're just going to get through this yeah yeah you know and then it's only afterwards almost when you kind yeah. of the the magnitude of it totally, kind of yeah. kind of sinks is is it has it been a bit like that yeah so um when it first happened um, you know they, they have you know i'm sure people have got some experiences but um you know, it's, there's, there's, like, it's like tests all the time and unknowns and results. And, you know, it's, it's a really, it's, you can't imagine anything more kind of brutally exhausting on every single... Well, it's the worst nightmare, yeah, isn't it? emotion, you know, it, you know, you're not sleeping, you're worried, and it goes round and round. And then, and then when you got to Bristol and we got the consultant and we sort of got into, we started to kind of... Um, lean into what was we had to deal with it was i remember having that sort of that sort of mindset of like there's no way we're not gonna get through this there's no way he's not gonna get better it was just like and just shut everything else out and we sort of really sort of you know tried to be the sort of rock i think i needed to be for my family yeah and um yeah and then that was just just like that was it just like literally even like hour to hour on sunday it was like bang, 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 bang. um and then yeah then we kind of came back and in september last year and um, you know, sort of not normality because you know this sort of thing probably casts a, a lifetime shadow. Yeah, honestly. yeah. Um, but you know, you start getting back into you know life as you knew it before, as much as that can happen. But it's um, and then you know, there's sort of you have these kind of like sort of light, lightning bolt moments when sort of stuff, some of the stuff you shut out, yeah, does get in, and it's um, yeah, it's kind of it kind of catches you off guard actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's really moving what you said you know you said that he f- was really positive about the experience as well like which... yeah yeah he was had I mean, like you know there's obviously kids deal with it different ways but they're, they're so resilient and brave and you know can deal with stuff way better than adults can and um <laughs> yeah. he, he's got a very positive memory of it and you know loves his nurses who looked after him i mean that's he, just yeah. a lovely thing isn't it you know that that, that that's how he's seen yeah it. he you know like he, he, he hugs them when he goes to him like literally to, he knocks them over with hugs and stuff so Aww. yeah he's um yeah and they you know they're they're the doctor was there as well but the nurses they you know, they're there you know all hours of night and stuff like that they're doing an amazing job and they yeah they 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 sort of saw through it and i kind of uh, have need yeah yeah and through it all i imagine your relationship with the sea has become ever more important right because that's the common thread through your your whole life and career isn't it you know i remember yeah. when we spoke the first time and yeah. when we've we've obviously talked over the years and we when we can we you know we get in the sea together yeah, it's how it's how you obviously you know really important part of your you know your kind of the way you live isn't it yeah the, yeah at the, yeah, at the, end, um, at the was, end of the day you know i mean i've worked hard on it but i'm also lucky that you know my how i live my life is i suppose how finished there is as well you know it's yeah. kind of like you know they're 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 sort of i've had this like slightly um you know crazy conversation in my head about do i define finished <laughs> to find me because they're like they're sort of like entwined i think i think that also comes with the territory as a kind of like someone who's dedicated their life to a business yeah. though doesn't it because because yeah. because you, you do end oh god i recognize that you yeah know, i'm you, sure you do the same as you know like, you're like your life's work yeah you, and you're like you're like especially is this your life now you, you, like, and yeah. you're like you're like is this healthy <laughs> yeah because you must have the same thing with you know like you're you know you're known for you obviously all, all conditions and then also the the podcasts and stuff like yeah so it's it's well um, you worry that you define you you're defining yourself by it don't you 
you know, and, and that maybe you're, you're also defined by it. Yeah. And but then a, you love it. And so yeah. it's also, it's okay. And then you're yeah. like, yeah, maybe that's not a problem. Yeah. It's not a problem and it's okay. And as I guess if you weren't, then, you know, you, you start things up because probably you didn't want that to be the case. So you well, to, you know, what I think it is as well. I think it's because you recognize in the, your own drive as well to a point. And, and personally, I have a bit of a strange relationship with that. Like, like I, I'm clearly like, I've got drive, you know, yeah, like yeah. as, as an individual, because I wouldn't have, you know, like quite a lot of my friends or my wife, especially is like, you should just fucking calm down. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you, have, like my wife's got off like, why don't you have a fucking day off? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But like, so I recognize that in myself and sometimes I don't know how healthy it is really. You know, sometimes I wish I could just, sit there and do nothing but yeah. i kind of can't really you know no i know someone's just going to like a coffee shop and go i just love making coffees today you know just like you know just chatting and just stopping work at whatever and then just you know um but yeah that's you know that's the kind of the the, the sort of the route i've chosen i suppose like yourself and yeah um yeah because it's hard to turn off from, you know it's hard to turn off from but um but that's where i think that so I've, just to link it back to what you were saying like i completely recognize that thought you know do i define it or does it yeah. define me and i think in my case there's definitely a bit of that where i guess i guess in my case i'm a bit like i don't know if i like that sometimes but then equally it's necessary if you're gonna you know if you're gonna do what you've done which is in 20 years go from like like fleece above a flat to like yeah. 10 stores 150 people and this operation you've got up here now like that that's gonna take a lot of event that's gonna require at the very least a lot of energy and drive you know to do that it's yeah. not going to happen otherwise. No, it doesn't. You got you got to be up for it and believe in it and excited about it, you know yeah. all of those things really. Um, and yeah, yeah. I mean, so I was just um, yeah. I think I, yeah. It's um, I don't know what things. I, I, I don't. I suppose does it bother me? No, I don't think it does. But I do. You know, you have this kind of like <laughs> this like really random thoughts in the middle, especially like you know this stage of life. You yeah. Know, kind of you know in the in the middle of life in the yeah yeah it, yeah you sort of do start to wonder about your place in the world and you know and what, how, what 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 have i done yeah exactly <laughs> but you know it's like it's it's but then again if it's true to who you are and what you're into and what you believe in and exciting which for me fitness there is then um it's a kind of true reflection of um a good place to be i think yeah yeah and you're also 20 years rnli yeah, year. 20 years, uh, RNLI 2002, I've joined the crew, yeah, so last year, yeah, just, um, yeah, I mean, until last summer when I wasn't around, because Wilfrey was ill, I, I was, you know, I was senior helm, I was on the boat, um, and yeah, it was, again, one of those sort of things where, you know, we've been in coastal communities and, you know, aware of the RNLI, and, you know, it's, it's, it's nearly 200 years old, I think, in 2024, and it's had that, you know, that that volunteer ethos exists like now as it did back then. Yeah. Although it's, you know, it's less treacherous, treacherous now, but you know, you can still be going out to see in a big day, volunteering to go and save someone else's life. So it's like on one hand, it, and then what is, on one hand, it's a big deal. On the other hand, like there's 256 stations around the country where yeah. men and women volunteer to do the same thing. So, um, but it's an amazing thing. And I'm really proud, you know, sort of that I've done it and something I always felt like I could do and should do living in a community like this. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those institutions, isn't it? That, that's a bit like the kind of, I don't know, like the NHS or the BBC or something like, I think everyone's got a lot of pride in it, haven't they? You know, I mean, yeah, obviously you get a few dickheads every now and again. Yeah. That, that, that there's a few topical things recently, yeah. let's say that I'm not even going to mention, 
But um, yeah, I think it's just a really uniquely great British organisation, isn't it? You know, that everyone's, yeah, yeah. everyone's like rightly proud of, really. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, yeah, exactly. You, know, you, get, you know, if you're on the crew, you're going out any day of the year, any time of the day. Um, and, you know, you don't know what you're going out for when the page goes and the shout goes off and yeah. you go down. Um, you don't know what you're going out for. And it could be nothing. It yeah. could be something really, really serious when you're going to be potentially saving someone's life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, Tom. Well, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah, no, it's been great to hang out. Um, yeah, are we going to have another surf tomorrow? Definitely, I know it's yeah. your birthday tomorrow. It's birthday tomorrow. Yes, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So you're, you're, yeah, of course, yeah. your family, family day tomorrow. Probably get ready for screening now, but family day tomorrow. But I think um, you're going to get in. There'll definitely be some waves left over yeah. from today. So yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, I love it. It's great to surf together today as well. Yeah, thank it was you. wicked. Yeah, yeah, thanks, Tom. So there you go. That was me and Tom K. And I hope you enjoyed our conversation. As you might have gathered, I've had a good time down there. So great to catch up with Tom and everybody. So uh, thank you, everybody, to all my Kerno friends for the for the great hospitality and welcome. Shout out to Lewis, Chris and Demi as well. It's great to see them and to host the Big C. Um, Q&A at Finisterre HQ. The Kickstarter is now live. Head to bigc.org to support that. And um, the team are doing... Not they're not doing a film tour, but they're going to be doing Q and A's at some of the Finisterre stores in early March. I'm going to be hosting the Q and A at the Finisterre store in Brighton in early March. Um, so come and say hello if you're there, and yeah, support this project because we did the screening in Aggie last night in front of 150 people. Like I say, I hosted it and did the Q and A, and it's a sobering watch. And uh, the reaction was the same as in London stunned silence really and a lot of people perplexed um quite annoyed about the whole thing quite angry and also ready to help so um let's get behind this kickstarter let's help them make this film a reality and let's help solve this problem um as chris said in our conversation for type 2 and as he said last night and as i've heard him say a few times now surfing does have the power to sort this and um that is going to start by helping them get this film finished so yeah, there you go. I'm off to South Devon tomorrow at the time of speaking for stage two of my Southwest tour. I'm going to be doing a live interview with legendary surf photographer Alex Williams at Outside in Devon. We're going to be discussing his life and career. I'm going to be going through 10 photos of Alex's that tell the story of his career in British surfing. And I'll hopefully be recording that one to release as an episode as well as a live conversation. I say hopefully because it's always a bit of a lottery whether we've got the tech dialed enough to record and release episodes when I do the live stuff. I've got to be honest, I've learned not to stress about it too much because, um, you know, you'd go mad and it's not that important, is it? But if the good Lord is willing and the creek don't rise, anyone not attending the Q&A in outside Devon this Thursday will be able to listen to that chat soon as as a standalone episode. Uh, And then after that, I'm off to Brighton back home for a couple of days to do the washing to see Boog and Peg. And then I'm off to Ventura in LA for a week, which I'm beginning to get pretty hyped about. I've got three days with Patagonia in Ventura for the 50th anniversary. I'm going to be doing a load of interviews there. going to be hanging out with some friends. Then I'm going to go to LA for a couple of days, hoping to catch up with Jamie Brissick, hoping to record some episodes and um, also catch up with more old friends. A bit of a theme here, as you might have gathered. I'm I'm doing a lot of catching up with old friends at the minute, which I'm very much enjoying and which I recommend. Um, So yeah, pick up the phone, give an old mate a call, arrange to go and see him. So 
yeah like i said at the beginning um big thanks to everybody who continues to support the podcast in various ways particularly my paid subscribers that list continues to grow and i'm really grateful um i did not know how that was going to go when i put it live and actually in the surf today my friend ed temperley who um, i had a good surf with at porth town today said to me oh how did that Substack paid thing go and i was like well it went really well people did it which was great and also people did it i think because they just want to support what i'm doing so um get into the groove with that obviously that's necessitated a little bit of a change of how i run the podcast so um i'm on a schedule now i'm on um friday 10 things newsletters every friday sunday although it's tuesday and i've not started that one yet which is a bit of a concern um sunday's uh, podcast episodes and tuesday is um basically it's 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 a it's an article of some type it's either one of my weekly articles it's an open thread or it's a guest um post from somebody and last week or actually today but last week when you hear this on that letter i published a, a letter from trans reader polly s about her experiences as a trans woman in action sports in the light of the debate I referenced um, in the last 10 Things Dispatch. And that was really moving and really thought-provoking and made me reconsider the way that I discussed that and kind of made me think, yeah, okay, this is something that people should read. So I put that out as a, as a guest article open, usually Tuesday's paywalled, but I thought this was so important that I'd put it out. So go and have a look if you've not. But yeah, the community is growing rapidly um the two-way conversation that I've been talking about is happening in the way I always hoped it would it would and uh yeah the best home for for this community is Substack either as a paid or free subscriber so get involved I hope to see you there all right that's it for this week big thanks for tuning in and I will see you soon nice one